Welcome to the Grit to Greatness podcast. Thanks for tuning in and making your choice to win. This is the show where we not only motivate and inspire, we give you tactical strategies to implement on your way to greatness. And now, here's your host, Chuck Farmer. Welcome, Grit to Greatness listeners. Hope you're having a great week so far. It is March Madness time. Wherever you are, no matter what the weather is, it's March Madness time. And it's one of my favorite times of the year. I absolutely love it. And our regular partner, Mr. Kelsey Everett, on with us today. And he loves March Madness, and we love it together. Welcome, Kelsey. What's up, Chuck? No better time than March Madness. People that don't even like basketball love March Madness. People that don't even like sports love March Madness. Everybody listens to that. That's right. Watches that. And Kelsey and I, unfortunately, worked together this year for the first weekend. And I think you were saying that's what, the second time in like 19 years or something we worked together to start the March Madness together? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. We weren't able to uh, make our schedules work to be together to watch uh, the opening round of of the March Madness tournament. But yeah, second time in 19 years is is what I came up with. Yeah, just awesome. We'll get together. and We've been together in many different places, usually at a wing place, Buffalo Wild Wings or some similar place, but different cities across the state of Tennessee, uh, whenever March Madness came, and we just love it. It's an opportunity to get together and enjoy people that are working hard and striving with written discipline to win in that particular journey. That's right, man. I, uh, you know, it's uh, – Generally, our get-togethers center around food. So, yeah, right. <laughs> so, so wings or good quality food is is where we're watching March Madness. That's for sure. Yeah. So we are also huge, as you can imagine, Tennessee ball fans. We are both, along with our friends and family, very excited about this team. They really got better and better. Had a great SEC tournament. Won the tournament. Uh, we fussed about their seed. They were a three seed. We thought they should have been a two. Um, and then they won the first game in dramatic fashion, just really crushed uh, a team. And then we didn't win the second game. And that really has put us in a dog room. Yeah, that, um, that was no good. But that's the life of a Tennessee fan. I actually told my son after that game, I said, Bud, I- I'm sorry I have uh, put you into this, <laughs> <laughs> into this, uh, this fandom, but that's what we do. You know, we support our team, win or lose. But, yeah, you you know, you can't say it any other way other than underachieved because that team had all the ingredients of a of a championship team, and uh, it just didn't happen. Yeah, my son actually uh, texted me. That's what he texted me. He was the hey, for life of a Tennessee ball fan. So he went to Tennessee, and, and ever since he kind of went to Tennessee and has left, um, we've kind of been down in football, particularly in the ladies' balls, who were great, have been down. Um, as most of the time, the men's team's been down, so it was an opportunity to build up. So um, we're proud of them, though. They did well. Winning is not normal. It's hard to do. You can't win every time. But in a way, you can win a lot. And so that's what we're going to talk about today is winning in a big picture. Yes, we want to strive in certain things in our lives. We want to strive to actually be number one, and there's nothing wrong with that. But then there's much more to winning than being number one or having the most money or getting a lot of money. There's so much more to winning. So we want to talk about winning today. We want our listeners to know that we're talking about it in a much broader spectrum than just being the champions. 
Yeah, I think that that you know March Madness. You think about the tournament. You know, sixty-four teams enter the tournament. Uh, at the end of it, there's only one like national champion. Uh, there's a lot of teams that don't even make the tournament. Um, and so, you know, the 64 teams that do make the tournament, they get to experience an amazing uh, event. There's nothing like it in athletics. Uh, but at the end of it, there's only one winner. There's only one champion. Uh, but for a lot of those teams, they still, ha they still had winning seasons. And so, you know, as we were discussing, you know, today's topic and preparing for today's topic, you know, we wanted to talk about how winning isn't normal. And what we mean by winning isn't normal is for most folks, like what you have to do to win, it doesn't come natural. And so that doesn't mean there's anything wrong with winning. It just isn't normal. It's highly unusual. Every competition, every business that you're in, uh, there's only one winner. So at the end of the year, at the end of the game or whatever, whatever scoreboard you're chasing, there's only one winner. There's only one number one. There's no participation trophies in life. Um, and so when that one person or that one team wins that championship, you know, they're deemed the winner. But a lot of times people still won in the process. And so it's just a matter of perception and mindset. You know, we're on this series uh, of mindset. And so what we're going to talk about today is that, you know, but winning is unusual. As such, it requires unusual action. In order to win, you must do extraordinary things. You cannot just be, you know, one of the crowd. The crowd doesn't win. You have to be willing to stand out and act differently. Your actions need to reflect unusual values and priorities. You have to value success more than others do. And you have to want it more. Wanting it more is a decision you make and act upon, not some inherently inherent quality or burning inner drive or inspiration. You have to make that value a priority. You cannot train like everyone else. You have to train more and train better. You cannot talk like everyone else. You cannot think like everyone else. You cannot be willing to join the crowd to do what, uh, is expected of you and think you're gonna win. To act in a socially accepted manner to do what is in, you need to be willing to stand out in the crowd and consistently take exceptional action. If you want to win, you need to accept the risk and perhaps the loneliness because winning isn't normal. And so Tim Grover, uh, who is a phenomenal uh, author and trainer who trained the likes of Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, he is uh, the author of, he uses the term the cleaners. And, and he talks about how their mindset is just different and how winning is a truly different level of mindset. But in today's episode, we wanted to talk about how winning isn't normal, but what truly is winning. And so with, with that kind of, uh, you know, quote that we talked about what is winning you see where we wanted to take it was at the end of the competition at the end of the year most of the times it's not just about the winning that matters see winning isn't the point 
most of the time it's wanting to win that is the point. Pat Summit, God rest her soul, basketball legend, lady ball coach uh, for many years. She she had a quote that says, winning isn't the point. Wanting to win is, is the point. Not giving up, never letting up, never being satisfied with what you've done. The game is never over. The secret of the game is doing your best to persist and endure. That is the point. And so if winning isn't the point, wanting to win is the point. What the winner's mindset is, is the effort. You know, the, the title of this podcast is Grit to Greatness. That's what that is. It's that grit. It's that, that drive. It's that pursuit. But so many folks get lost in the fact of, you know, maybe we didn't achieve championship status or, you know, maybe I had a bad month. Maybe I had a bad week or maybe, you know, in sports we had a bad game and they let that just linger. And then it turns one bad game turns into three. Three bad games turns into five and then it turns into a bad season or in business a bad week turns into a bad month, a bad month turns into a bad quarter. And then we let one bad quarter ruin our whole year. Not a winner. A winner doesn't do that. And so, you know, Chuck, I'm going to pause there for a little conversation with you about that because, you know, some dialogue around that in that, okay, how do we not do that, but still have that pursuit to winning and have that cleaner's mindset because winning is the goal, right? We all want to be number one. Make no mistake about it. It's not what we're saying. But we can still be winners and win along the way with the striving for greatness in the process. Awesome stuff, Kelsey. So I would like to ask our Grit to Greatness listeners to think about our whole thing is a journey to greatness in whatever endeavor you choose in all areas of our life. And so it is easy to think about what we're discussing today in the light of physical environment, working out, sports-related, competition, and maybe in our work environment, particularly for many of us who are in an environment where there is competition. But we want you to think about all areas of your life. We want you to win emotionally. And recently, there's been so many stories of people, high-profile athletes and others that have committed suicide or tried to commit suicide and we know that there are many people that are struggling out there. And if you have a true mental illness and if you're struggling, we want you to get help. We want to help those that want to improve their mindset in all areas of their life. And so that's what we want to talk about today. But with that said, as Kelsey started with, winning isn't normal. What that means is it is easy and normal to sit on the couch, eat buffalo wings, and watch March Madness. And that's perfectly fine for a period of time. But in order to win, you have to be able to have that time of relaxation and enjoyment. But then you've got to be disciplined to get up and go about the business of doing what it takes for you to win in that endeavor that you're searching to win. And I think that's the key is that balance, right? You see, winning isn't just did we hoist the trophy at the end of the year? And, you know, as we said earlier, like, Chuck, you and I are both extreme competitors, extremely competitive people. So we're always going to want to be that team. But, you know, the question, listeners, to ask yourself is, 
you know, what is winning? Did you get better in the process of what you're doing? Did, did you get better this year? So if, or this quarter or, um, you know, this season, whatever it may be, are you happier today than you were previously? Are your results, you know, greater than they previously were? That's winning. But, you know, to Chuck's point about uh, the mental aspect of it, you know, success is not just dictated by the scoreboard or the bank account or more importantly, you know, someone else's thoughts on performance, but more importantly, your thoughts on performance and happiness. You know, the, the deeper I get into uh, business and life, yeah, I think that's called maturity and wisdom. Um, I've found that success is happiness and that can come from a lot of different areas, but you know, if there's anything that, that we talk about from a mindset perspective, I've found, and I hope that everybody listening really, really takes this to heart is that the happier you are, the higher performing you will be. Because if you think about it, whenever you, you know, are working with someone who's gen, you can tell they're genuinely happy or uh, enjoying what they do. You tend to be more receptive to whatever it is that that they do, and you're working with them. If you're working with somebody and they're not, you're you're probably less likely to continue working with them. So what I would make sure is that finding enjoyment, finding happiness in what you're doing, and that will dictate whether or not you're winning. And, you know, we, along those same lines, you know, we talk about potential a lot. You know, as a leader, you know, potential, the word potential gets tossed around so much. And, and you hear it from people like, I have so much potential that I untap potential. You know, I'm not reaching my potential. You know, I could care less about someone's potential, but more about what they do with it. You know, the world is full of gifted underachievers. And what I would tell someone is don't waste your gift, whatever that is, but find that happy balance. Doesn't mean you have to like hustle, grind, grit. Like that doesn't mean 24, seven, 365. The only way you can be productive in it is if you do have a healthy balance, you've got to recharge your battery. Right. You have Amen. to take those breaks. That's right. Awesome stuff. I love that. And you mentioned mindset, and that's kind of been our thing recently. We want to have continual series about this because we think it's so important. Um, and you talked about that mindset. And you have this quote, and I want to share something. You and I, one of the things about our podcast is we're open and honest with people. We want people to, to connect and realize that we're just like they are. And so you have this quote that you mentioned in one of our meetings about don't listen to yourself, but talk to yourself meaning that we're our voices, if we're not careful, are negative. Mm -hmm. And you've heard me speak before in the book Soundtracks, John Acuff talks about how 80% of our thoughts and thoughts are negative. But we have to tell ourselves positive things. Well, I've got a Spartan race this weekend, Kelsey, and it's the first of the year, first one I've done in quite a while because of COVID. And it's a super, which means it's not the shortest one. It's the second one of the three-part series, so it's a longer one. 
And I've been working out pretty good. Now, I've been eating for March Madness and stuff, but I've been working out pretty good. I've got coaches that are helping train me, and I'm just a week away. And I want you to know for the last two weeks, when I'm running or when I'm working out, my mind is telling me you're not ready. You're not prepared. And literally, multiple times, I thought, why in the world did I schedule a super for my first race in such a long time? Why didn't I go ahead and schedule a sprint, a shorter version, to see how I'm doing and to get better in shape? This is crazy. You shouldn't have done this. Get online and change it. Cancel this weekend's. Do a sprint later on. That's what my mind's telling me. And it's been an absolute battle in my brain to say, no, I'm prepared. And I'm ready to do this. And I'm going to go out and I'm going to give it 100%. And I may not win. I may not be number one in my age bracket, which might be a goal for me. But I want to go out there and win. And I want to show that I can do it. I want to do well. And I want to compete against myself, yes. But it's going to be a battle up until literally during the race, Kelsey. I'll be standing there in line. And my brain's going to cry to tell, try to tell me, you're not ready for this. I'm going to be standing in line. And my brain's going to say, hey, we're not going to do too good. And I've really got to battle that. And I've got to push aside and not listen to the lies of my brain of Satan. And I've got to give myself positive reinforcement. That's what we all battle on a day-to-day basis. And you and I are no different. Absolutely. I mean, uh, I think when we listen to ourselves instead of talking to ourselves, we're naturally negative people. You know, that book, Soundtracks, I think there's so many, you know, times a day that we, we there's negative thoughts that, that creep into our mind. But uh, so much so that the Bible has a whole chapter that's pretty much about positive affirmations in Proverbs. So uh, the Lord knew we needed, we needed that, right? So, uh, you know, I would say that that's one of the things that you can train yourself, though. You know, that's the thing that a lot of people don't understand that I didn't understand when I was younger is that your mind, your body, all these things, everything can be trained. And the same way with happiness, it can be trained. It can be, it can be found through thoughts and being open, um, success, winning all of these things that we're talking about in this podcast, you know, what truly is winning, you know, that that's a different answer for everyone. But I I think in order for you to be successful, you have to know what that is. You, you have to know what that is. If you want to be successful, um, what is winning? How do you define it? And, and it's okay to change it through time. And set your goals and set your your bar high and your standards and then face it and get after it. Um, you know, the the biblical principle, you know, it's like you were talking about earlier. It's okay to to rest. The Bible gives us a, a whole day. The Lord gives us a whole day of rest because he knows that he made us a need. We need a day of rest. But he also tells us to not be lazy. That's right. That's right. And 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 knock, and the door will open. That's and right. so, you know, Matthew 7, 7, 8, 
you know, is a great verse as a reminder for like motivation to, to go get what you deserve. And, you know, I, I'm on this big kick. Don't talk about it. Be about it. Whatever it is that you set out to accomplish and do, like go do that. And I promise you that that in turn is winning. It's not someone else's standards. It's not what someone else's uh, perceptions or thoughts or whatever. And you'll find happiness in that. It's like a checklist. I don't care who you are. You make a checklist for the day and you put check marks beside it. Woo, wait, that's gratifying, isn't it? So do the same thing. Do the same thing for your business, for the same thing for your family, the same thing for your life. And uh, and it's just amazing what will happen from a um, internal standpoint. And and that's you know, the the whole purpose of of us doing this is to make an impact. That's right. This podcast and hopefully if there's one person that listens or there's 10,000 that listen. You know, I was fortunate. We we quote and we talk about John Gordon a lot on here. And I got to go and hear John Gordon and and I got to hear him and, and how he started. And he said he would send out a newsletter and there were four people on the newsletter to start. And then he started a podcast and there were like, you know, 18 people that listened. And then, you know, nobody was buying the books. And he said the biggest audience he had on his book tour the first time he he went around was in Iowa. And that's because they thought it was Jeff Gordon and not John Gordon. <laughs> and 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 it, what it did for me is like it reminded me that, you know what, like whatever you're doing, it's not a matter of like how many or whatever. Everybody wants to start with this massive impact. It's coming. So whatever your business is, listeners, like it's coming, do the work, no matter how small, and then winning will find you um, through the, the actions. And so. Hey man, great stuff, Kelsey. And as we, as we close up, uh, one of the things we want to make sure you understand is that we're here for you and we know that people struggle. And so if you're struggling with mindset, the best thing you can do obviously is to read the word and pray to God. If you need help as well in reading a positive book, we mentioned Soundtracks by John Acuff. Also, Winning the War in Your Mind by Craig Rochelle. Two great books that you can get, that you can read, that'll help you in learning about the battle of your mind and controlling the negative thoughts and being positive. And then if you're really battling and you want to call on someone, we, we ask that if you're really struggling, definitely go find someone that you can speak to, including maybe even a medical professional. You know, it hit me recently, talk, uh, I was watching a movie about war in the years past and people had mental issues. And they said, if your leg was broke, would you go see a doctor? Well, absolutely. Well, if your mind's broke, why wouldn't you go see someone about that? If you're hurting, we want you to seek help. And we want you to realize that you're important and God has a plan for you. He loves you and he's there for you. And he wants you to win in whatever endeavor it is he's calling you to. Kelsey, I appreciate you being on today. Excited to be here, man. Surround yourself with good people, folks. You know, Proverbs 27, 17. As iron sharpens iron, so does one man sharpen another. And if you're surrounding yourself with good people, they're going to they're gonna put you on the right direction. They're going to put you on the right path. They're going to tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. And they're going to love on you when you need to be loved. And I would ask you to do the same. Uh, when you see somebody hurting, love on them. 
perfect example when Tennessee unfortunately got beat by Michigan. I don't know if you all saw this, but Kennedy Chandler, star point guard for Tennessee, he was hurting after the game, bawling, crying. Head coach of Michigan, Jawan Howard, he gave him his shoulder to cry on. He didn't care what team he was on. He saw a young man hurting. He saw a young man crying, and he gave him a shoulder to cry on. That's how we should be as people. Doesn't matter what team you're on. You see somebody hurting, you see somebody down, give them a shoulder and lift them up. That's what we're, that's what we're called to do. Amen. Thank you, Kelsey. And as always, grit to greatness, listeners. We hope you have a great week. We're here for you. Let's go out there and win at whatever endeavor you choose to win at. And Psalm 1914 reminds us, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Until next time, grit to greatness, listeners. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Grit to Greatness. We sure do appreciate it. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts. This way you'll get great updates as new episodes become available. If you feel so inclined, please leave us a review. We sure do appreciate it. Signing off from the Grit to Great podcast studio. We'll talk to you next time.